What about Vietnam? What about Vietnam? A podcast with Kerry Newsom. So much to see and do. What about Vietnam? Everything you need to know before you go. Let Kerry pave the way for an amazing holiday in Vietnam. What about Vietnam? Xin chào and welcome to What About Vietnam. My name is Kerry Newsom and I'm your host. In this episode, I'd like to give you some final background to the country you will be visiting from a cultural and historical point of view. And so there's no shocks or surprises. I will endeavour to explain just a few things that might hit you when you first arrive. Plus, I want to cover off one of the most asked questions I get. Uh, do I need a visa? The answer is most likely yes, but I'd like to give you some detail about the process. In saying, yes, you will need a visa, uh, I'm recording this episode in the midst of COVID-19 mid-May. So this is what is current as of this day. I may in the future record an update once we are out the other side. Uh, The visa situation may very well change as we move forward. However, let me cover off what we know to be true about Vietnam from a factual point of view. Vietnam, officially the Socialist Republic of Vietnam. It is the easternmost country in Southeast Asian Indochinese Peninsula. It has an estimated 96.5 million inhabitants as of 2019, which is quite incredible when you think about COVID as they reported only around about 270 cases and they actually have no deaths reported. So quite a remarkable record uh, and one to be um, to keep a watch on. It shares its land borders with China to the north and Laos and Cambodia to the west. It shares its maritime borders with Thailand through the Gulf of Thailand and the Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia through the South China Sea. Its capital city is Hanoi, while its most populated city is Ho Chi Minh City, otherwise known as Saigon. In the whole country, there are 45 million registered motorbikes, with 7.43 million in Ho Chi Minh City alone. With a population in Ho Chi Minh of 8.9 million people, that makes 1.5 bikes per person. I mention this because your entry point is going to be either one of these three of three major cities, Ho Chi Minh, Hanoi or Da Nang. So that initial introduction to Vietnam is going to be around the sounds, the heat and the volume of motorbikes you will encounter as soon as you leave the airport. For some, it can be absolutely overwhelming, and that's why I wanted to mention it here. I can remember arriving with my sister a trip uh, on map maybe 10 years ago now, so there weren't even as many bikes then. And it was just one of the first things she said she felt was just the hum, the sound, obviously um, the carbon dioxide in the air, so the pollution, uh, and just the organised chaos of the bikes as we you know, got our taxi and headed into the city to stay at our hotel. It is overwhelming uh, at first, but you'd be amazed how quickly you just get into the flow of things. Once you know what to expect and you have the right mindset, it's really something that you can manage. Vietnam is a beautiful country with so much to see. I'm amazed that as many times as I go there, there is always something new to discover. Often called the Dragon Spine, a long skinny country, it has a coastline that stretches over 3,200 kilometres. As we've talked in other episodes, there is so much coastline to see with beautiful beaches. 
It is a gifted country with some of the most beautiful beaches, caves, grottos, waterfalls and scenery. It's not surprising it has won so many travel awards over the past few years. It's definitely woken up the world in recent times with how well it's taken command of the COVID-19 crisis. It could very well be one of the countries uh, post-corona very popular with tourists because of how well it's done. With more than 4,000 years of history, the soulful culture can be seen in its pagodas, shop houses, art, folk songs, amazing performances, and, and those performances really are of a world standard. There's so much more however, in the Vietnamese people, their smiles, their warmth and their friendliness. I guarantee you will fall in love with them. Most Buddhist, the Vietnamese, um, mostly Buddhist, the Vietnamese are conservative. And, and I mean that from just their social etiquette, the way they dress, uh, they, the way they, um, they greet people and the way they uh, operate their businesses. They are a country that has been hardened by wars, famines, floods and tyranny. However, as you will soon realise, they, they are a hopeful country. It is a country that is now coming into its own. So don't be fooled, the Vietnamese are astute in business and have an eagerness to acquire wealth and status. But take yourself out into the country regions and you will be overwhelmed by the poverty, the living standards and the lack of infrastructure. It's as if you have stepped back in time. In recognising the poor and humble beginnings of many of its people, you will get a deeper understanding and appreciation of how far the Vietnamese have come and how far they have to go. For the tourist, you have been flocking to its shores now in the millions. Tourism to date um, prior to COVID-19 was was actually in a space being spoken about in over-tourism. In, in cities like uh, Hoi An, uh, it definitely was starting to get to a point where the tourists were getting to an overflow point of view. So it will be interesting to see how we... Um, we watch the tourism flow in Vietnam and in these cities in the future. As a country recognised as the kitchen of the world, it's a diverse culture and lifestyle waiting for you to explore. So as we make sure you get on board your flight safely and enjoy your stay without any hassles, let's firstly get into the visa process. If your country is not visa exempt, there are three options available to you. By the way, you can find out if your country is visa exempt by checking your country listing on the immigration website. I've put that link in my notes. We are now um, watching and waiting as the world comes to grip with a new generation of travel. So the visa process may change, but let's, let's go with it as it is of May 2020. Let's start with the most simplest of them all. That would have to be the e-visa. I call it the no mess Charlie option. It does not necessitate you having to send your passport to the Vietnam consulate or queue up in arrive, uh, upon arrival in Vietnam for a visa stamp in your passport, normally called visa on arrival. However, the e-visa has its limitations as it's strictly for single entry and up to 30 days maximum stay. Now that means that you can't sort of go, like go to Vietnam, hop across to Cambodia uh, or Laos and then come back into the country. It's for single one entry in and one exit out. 
It's as simple as making your application on the website. The address is noted in the episode notes, so just follow the instructions and it's as easy as that. Well, almost. I do want to share a couple of bugs in the website that can be just good to know about so it doesn't muck you about. When it asks for a passport photo to be uploaded, I've found the best process is to take a photo of a passport photo you have as a spare, not the one in your current passport. It doesn't seem to like that one. It doesn't matter if it is not the same photo that's currently sitting in your passport. It can be another one entirely. Once you've photographed it, crop it to passport size roughly, save and upload it. When asked to upload a photo of your passport, once again, photograph your current passport and then crop to neat the size, save and upload. Double, triple, triple double check you have spelt your name correctly in the order shown and all the details are correct. This is most important. They are very fastidious about this. Once you are approved, you will need to go back to the website and using your reference number, print out the visa letter. You will not necessarily get an email advising you the application is approved. It is up to you to go back into the website after about two or three days using your reference number and check it is approved. Please allow three working days for approval and process. This letter serves as your visa. There will be no stamp in your passport and you will have to present it at check-in and at the immigration counter with your passport when you arrive in Vietnam. Do not lose this letter. Keep it with your passport at all times. It is your visa. Note this letter is not the same as the introduction letter they talk about when you apply for a visa online, um, visa uh, on arrival, sorry, um, visa. So just remember, processing time is about three business days and the cost is 25 US dollars. I've put the link in my notes. The second option is for the multiple entry and this is the visa on arrival, VOA, as it's commonly referred to. Watch out for many websites trying to sell this service to you for exorbitant prices. Many are hoax sites. Some offer VIP services, mostly for those people um, who want to skip the queues and get special treatment, or they just plain forgot or left it too late to get the e-visa. Simply put, if you follow the instructions in the link on the website, you will receive a letter by email with your name on it which is your letter of introduction, along with a form with your name on it. There is initial fee for this first step. By taking this letter together with your two passport photos and your completed visa application form, you will be able to do the following. Check into your flight. If you do not have your letter of introduction, they won't let you board. So in other words, you have to have some form of visa to even check in and depart from your country of origin. Please take care to bring the letter and the pages with your name on it. I know I got stuck one year. I just printed it off thinking it was all included. So I had the letter, but I didn't have the other pages with my name listed on it. It took me trailing through my phone and getting up the email and showing it on my phone to the check-in staff to prove that I was actually on that list. It was a bit um, scary then. I didn't think I was going to get on the plane. 
The forms um, with your name on it um, sometimes have other people's names on it too. Don't worry about that. It's just um, people who have uh, made an application on the same date as you will also be on that. So um, bring it all. Once you arrive at your first point of entry to Vietnam, uh, which from Australia will most likely be Hanoi or Ho Chi Minh City, you will go straight to the VOA counter located just before you go through immigration. By handing them your letter plus the form plus your photos and your passport and the fee, they will take it and stamp your multiple entry visa into your passport. Try and get to this VOA counter ASP. So when you get off the plane, just like charge uh, ahead to that VOA counter as there will be queues and you may have to wait a while. It can take up to 30 minutes um, if the queue is long. Once again, the visa stamp is in your passport. You can progress through immigration and um, every time you go in and out of the country, you will be covered. See the link in the episode notes. The fee is 25 USD uh, at this point. Um, They may change this after 2019, so we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, I stress about bringing that money. I always get, uh, if I am doing multiple entry, I always bring the 25 US in in cash. It just makes it so much easier. There's no ATMs inside the arrival hall, so uh, you will have to pay for it um, with uh, the currency that you have. Um, And I think they do take credit card, but cash is preferable. Now, let's move on and look at the third option, which is making an application direct to the consulate. Now, these can be these can be for a single or multiple entry. So it's up to you. If you prefer, you want to have your visa stamped in your passport for either uh, form, single entry or multiple entry, and for 30 days and even more, this is the way to go. For direct applications, you can download the appropriate forms from the consulate website. By completing the form, along with getting one passport photo, you can hand them in along with your passport over the counter or mail them to the consulate's office in your country. In Australia, where I'm speaking from, it is in Edgecliff, Sydney. Allow a minimum of two to three days for processing plus postage. There are options for quicker turnaround if urgent, but you will pay an extra fee for that service. See the consulate website below uh, in my notes for all the details. A general single entry cost is $90. For a multiple entry, it's $140. As I said, this may change uh, in the course of time. Just a few words of caution. There are a lot of visa service organisations out there. Some are not regulated, some charge more for the same service you can do yourself and some are just totally illegal. Please be careful when making your selection as some VIP ones charge more but do not provide a quick and efficient service. If you have forgotten to get a visa and you are about to check in and realise this, one of the legitimate VIP services may be your only option but expect to pay through the nose nose for it. On the immigration website, they do actually list uh, about four or five names that they know are um, are not legitimate, so make sure you don't book with one of those. I hope you've gained a little bit more insight into some of the things to consider when planning a trip here. Our first series, What About Vietnam? Keep... um, 
uh, like watch out for updates in the coming coming months. I am keen to make sure that I am bringing you uh, relevant information. Our new series, What About Vietnam? A Traveler's Guide to Experiences, uh, will be coming out in the next couple of months. I can't wait as you're going to meet so many interesting people who will tell you their tales of adventures in this amazing country. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Remember to rate, review and subscribe. What about Vietnam? A podcast with Gary Newsom.